Good morning and welcome to episode 72 of Board Games in Bed. I'm Becky and I'm here with Kelly and we are finally back to talk about some board games. We've been away forever, forever, since June. Was that the last time we did one? Yeah, the and it's UK now December. Games Expo. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Expo, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so upon- the Expo put us off gaming for another six months. <laughs> well, we have been playing games. We have. But not as many as we used to. Not enough to do a podcast, clearly. Uh, I just haven't enough energy. So, as I'm sure many of our regulars know, we, ha- we have a lovely baby now. But... Time-consuming. Time-consuming, but Tiring. she also went through a phase, which she's thankfully touch wood grown out of um where she just didn't want to sleep at all for forever. they were dark days they were very dark days so um basically we had the energy to do nothing nothing yeah just just about basic survival just about when i went back to work as well so i don't <laughs> i do not know how i was surviving those yeah. weeks and that lasted for nearly two months hmm. so thankfully she seems past that for now I'm sure we'll have more sleep regressions to come with uh, to come in the future. But um, yeah, she's sleeping longer. We're getting the energy to do a bit, a few more things, uh, and including recording another podcast, which I'm hoping to get out before the end of the year. Oh, so not for before Christmas? No, definitely not before Christmas. Well, maybe before it's Christmas. It's only the 22nd. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> we just saying about how we've got so much time to do stuff now. <laughs> yeah, loads of time. So yeah, we'll try and get this out before the end of the year. Um, we have missed you all. We have missed doing a podcast. We're not intending... I miss doing a podcast. I yeah. miss doing a podcast. Because it means we haven't been playing games. I have missed playing games. We've, we have played some games. We have been mostly playing games with other people, though. Like... Well, you literally also, went off and played all, games with other people the other yeah, day. And, but I, and I literally play games every day on my iPad. Yeah, we're still playing a lot of iPad games. But um, yeah, in terms of just me and you sitting down and playing a board game, that has not been happening no. too much recently. But we have still been playing socially. We're social gamers now. Mm. But um, We are a bit at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, but what we did somehow find the time to do, uh, this was a little while ago, um, we found the time to do it because we could do it on our phones, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We've ranked all our games. Um, so I've always been a bit... How did you do it? Well, I was going to come to that. I know. I've I'm always been a you. bit against ranking games. Like, I just think... I just don't see how you can do it. I don't think it's a thing. Like, I hate it when people you're ask not, me... You're not the type of person that has a favourite, are you? You have, like... You I like have things that I things. like. But, yeah, I don't have, like, a favourite food. I don't have a... Like, I'm, feel, I'm not yeah. a top ten kind of gal. Um, because I think it's it's too difficult to um, you know something that you want and is your favourite in one situation isn't going to be your favourite in all situations. That being said, there's a tool um, put out by Pub Meeple um, which allows you to rank your board games, and they, they the way they do it is you plug in your board game geek list, um, and then it, it gets you to compare one game to the other. So you say if you would it will show you two games at a time and you'll say which one you prefer out of those two. And then you keep doing that over and over again until it's kind of sorted mm. all your, your board games into cool. order. That so did I, take a while. It, it took a while, so I'm not in a hurry to do it again. I do think if I did do it again, it would probably come out in a different order. I think it would come out in a different order every time. Because, yeah. And, like, it, you're having to, like, pick one over another. But, like you said at the beginning, like, it depends on the situation. Mm. It's like, sometimes you might choose one over the other. And the other, and in a different situation, you might pick the other way around. Mm. But I think they ask you, that, like, they throw the games in multiple times mm. to kind of get a bit of a judge of any single game, how that ranks, yeah. don't they? 
I'm not going to say this is my definitive top 10. Although, I do think it did... I was going to say, that said, though, like... These I, are definitely these are 10 definitely of my favourite, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that others might not at times, like, break into that, but I'd say this is a solid, yeah. like, top It was 10. reflective of, yeah. like, what, what my top 10 are. Um, I was... A, I guess I was a bit surprised. Maybe if we've got time at the end, we'll go through some of the lower down ones mm. so I was a bit surprised at like what the things that didn't make some list, were lower down than I expected although that being said my board game geek list isn't up to date so there was some games on there that we've now sold as well but thankfully they were all lower down so I think it, it generally it was it was pretty accurate like the the ones that the games that we enjoyed less have some of them have now been sold I think I'd probably say that everything on my top 10 list as well are things that if we were doing a cull I definitely wouldn't be getting rid of mm. yeah for mine at least for mine anyway I don't think well uh, there's one on mine but we'll we'll come to that so we're going to do our top 10 lists um, we're going to do it a bit Dice Tower style we're going to start from the top and work backwards from uh, the top no from, the, the from number 10 that's the bottom surely alright so we're going to no, start yes, at number 10 at and work backwards top of the list is number 1 right okay um, there are a few crossovers I thought there was more going to be more crossovers so we we were going to do like an average list which was our joint top 10 but because that was completely well, different still well no it's, it's fairly similar so there are a lot of them there were a couple of games that made our joint top 10 which didn't make either of our actual top 10s so how does that work then is that possible it, well, well, how uh, did they make a top ten? If it, it's because know. there's disparity in like how highly we rated some of our our top ten games. This is very mathsy. Well, I, I <laughs> no. So generally, your top ten, I quite liked most of your top ten. But on my top ten, there were some games that you that ranked, ranked much lot, no. lower than. Um, than what I ranked them. What, so then those ones. So those ones were a lot lower down on the list. On the joint one. So um, just as a quick honourable mention, the ones that made the joint top ten, but not the either of our individual top yeah. tens. Uh, so number ten on the joint top ten was Wingspan, which is one of the only games we've bought this year. And one of the ones we've probably played the most. We have this been year, playing this be quite a lot. So I maybe think- when we did this, if we'd have done this. Maybe last week. That do you think it would? I think that would have probably made more of a top ten. Mm. But I don't know because everything on the top ten is really so good. good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wingspan did sneak in there. Oh, we've talked about Wingspan not recently because we haven't done a podcast recently, but recently in terms of one of the last couple. Yeah. We did. <laughs> in terms of our podcast, um, yeah. So I, I think yeah, it could sneak on the top ten. I, think I was both like. Wing- I mean, people's top tens change all the time yeah. because you get new games, don't you? That was one of our newer games, and now it's yeah. probably really like settled itself as a solid game on our list. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm still really enjoying it, and like you say, we do still play it quite frequently. I think we played it just a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, and I'm I'm enjoying it a lot more. Like I think my early criticism of it. So if you've not come across it, it's um, an engine building bird game. Um, there's loads of bird cards. You collect the bird cards. Sometimes you lay eggs. Sometimes you eat food. It's it's just about birds. It's really good. Collecting birds and scoring points yeah. on the different variety yeah. and the types of birds so know. yeah my my uh, initial criticism of this was just that it was a bit i felt like you were at the mercy of the cards but since my initial criticism i do win it quite a lot so mm. oh now i'm feeling like it's a skill-based game <laughs> just 
just looking at our stats because we do have our stats in front of us. Am I right in saying that you ranked at 18, whereas I ranked at 12? Yeah. So, so I did close. rate it yeah. higher than you initially. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you did. And I, th- I think maybe... I'm surprised it wasn't higher for you. Uh, it was. It is high. I do really enjoy it. So it is a good game. And hopefully I've got the expansion for Christmas. But like we mentioned earlier, it is the... 22nd of December so I don't know yet oh well, as in you don't know if you got it for Christmas yet because it's not Christmas yet <laughs> that's how these things work Although Kelly's I mean, giving nothing away no <laughs> and I mean I- I'm not doing that thing again where like you get presents on the days leading up to Christmas because uh, you can't wait because uh, you're an adult that's that's not how it should be uh, yeah I mean I can't guarantee anything I tell people what you want but uh, well we'll see hopefully I've got the expansion and then maybe it'll break not, into your top 10 then I'll, I'll buy it but yeah so that was number 10 on the average list, but not number 10 on either of our lists. Uh, the other one that gets an honourable mention is Great Western Trail. Which, again, I still you ranked You had number 11. That and just it, missed out for me. It did, and um, it was number <coughs> 16, 16 for, you. for me. So it was close. It was definitely definitely a high up one we've not played this in a long time I... we don't play it regularly but we both seem to just really like it don't we yeah it just takes that little bit too long and to play like all the time and I'll tell you what as well it's one of those ones where I don't always fully remember the rules so when we're, <laughs> when we're thinking about playing it we know that we've got to factor that into our time of like refreshing on the rules yeah. don't we but the problem is I do I t- there's something about it I like I think it's like a little bit to do with the theme a little Cows. bit to do with the look of it yeah I- and I think I a little think bit it, to do with the weight of it as well. Like I kind of like that it's a bit of a heavier, longer game, but mm, not, not not too heavy, not crazy heavy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like it feels like we're getting into something a bit grittier, but without having to be like, oh god, and play something really heavy. Yeah, yeah. So it's it is just about. I think I do like games with like slightly weirder themes. So it's just mm. shipping cows across America and then selling them off, and then selling them off. I like that. There's like multiple paths not, there's not really multiple paths to victory because you or, or is that yeah there's multiple ways of scoring points. points yeah so you might win because you focus more on one than another yeah you do kind of have to sort of work out what you're going for yeah because it is one of those games where you, you can't really do a bit of everything because you're probably not gonna yeah score high def- enough. You, I feel like yeah you're definitely better to focus on, on something. something yeah although I don't think like either because we've not we've not played it loads and loads so I we're definitely not in the sort of mastering mm. it realms no, no. and I feel like there's probably people out there who have have got it down a bit more but at the moment whenever we play it we kind of seem to pick a pick a thing to focus on and then and then go from there but so maybe mm. it's something we've not quite cracked yet but maybe. even if it if it is something we've not cracked yet and we could be playing a lot better like I still enjoy mm. playing it I quite enjoy this one as well because I like playing the two of us but I also think I like it with three or four players as well I kind of like the different number of players with this one mm. so yeah that's that was great rest until so again like just just missed the top ten list but another day I reckon if I was in a different mood could have easily if we'd have made... just recently played it <laughs> it would have cracked could it could have easily made the top ten do you think there's something in that that like sometimes you might be influenced if when you're doing rating games in the top ten if you've played maybe not all of them but if there's certain, there might be a few games where they suddenly appear higher because you've just played them and had like a good experience with them and so you then you're like oh yeah I do love that game and it gets a look in whereas if you hadn't played it you might have forgot how much you enjoyed it and- mm, maybe although looking at our list I don't think there's I don't think anything's on there symptomatic of that I don't know I can think of a couple of games that if I'd have just played it, I might have been like yeah I do really like that game but if I'd have then thought about it and put it 
against any of these other games, I'd have probably gone, well, yeah, I don't like Yeah, but that's, that's that, what but... we literally did. Like, we, well, we'll come to the top 10, but I wouldn't say any of the games on there we've been playing a lot recently. Hmm. Or do you think, all right, well, well we'll come well, we to it later. We've hardly any of them recently. It's been <laughs> on the phone, so. Um, so, this is the official top 10. So, we're now splitting, splitting our top 10s. So um, we'll you're going to start, aren't you? I, I can start from. Well, we'll do it in turn. So we'll do our number ten. You've never listened to the Dice Tower, have you? Yeah, I have. Have you listened to one of their top ten? Yeah, you've had it on before. <laughs> <laughs> so the way they do it is countdown. We talk about a little bit about each one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And if it's higher on the other person's list, then you don't say what yours is. Yeah, I know. All right. So you don't even say what it is. No. You just say it's higher on the other person's but list. And then what if you say that to a couple? How will they know? Oh, you didn't say Then when, when it's on it. the other one, we'll say when it's there. Right. Okay. And we can both talk about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Well, you start. Our top ten, our, our first couple are different anyways. Should I try and do the voice? N- no. <laughs> like I mean, don't number try. Number ten. No, don't try and do oh, any okay. impersonation because you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That so, was enough. I heard enough. All right. So, number ten. My one was Burger Brothers. Which I don't think we've played recently. I suggested playing it recently, but we didn't play it. Oh, okay. You. This was one you ranked quite lowly. 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 So you made this number 10. This is my number 10. Yours was number 77. 77. Ridiculous. Didn't you make my top 100? <laughs> like, there was not much over Oh, it. would it be how we've had it? It would be however many games we've got, wouldn't yeah. it? I can't remember how many it is. I mean, yeah, I like it, but... Oh, I don't know. I feel like I don't get involved very much. I feel like because it's one of those cooperative games that's a bit tricky I feel like I just follow your lead the whole time I feel like a lot of times we've played it I've just sat back and just let the game play out actually that's quite interesting because I do really like co-op games but I've noticed you don't actually have any co-op games on your top 10 no is it because I'm just really bossy maybe (laughs) I was thinking I was wondering I was just looking at that but yeah I I I do like co-op games Um, I like working together Carp games were what really hooked me into the hobby. The hobby. Um, because when we first played Forbidden Desert, I think it was. No, Forbidden Island. I'd never played a game like that before. I didn't know that you could play a game like that. And then we got into another game. And yeah, it kind of snowballed from there. So I've got a real soft spot for co-op games. But I also like co-op games. I, I think it's a great... Like I it's often, not as much as me. I No, well, clearly. <laughs> but I often promote that to people who aren't board gamers and sort of say like, oh, you know, like... Because often like if I'm talking to someone who isn't a board gamer they'll sort of say like um, well recently someone said oh we don't play games because my husband's too competitive mm. and it's like well That's then no in that excuse. case <laughs> yeah it's like I was like one there's nothing wrong with like being having a competitive game but two if you're if if, if that causes friction then you can play cooperative games mm. I do I like a puzzle to be solved I really like Burgle Brothers because I like the theme the kind of heist theme I think it's quite interesting and quirky and mm. fun um, I like the design of the game the like game the piece, looks really the, the nice it looks good doesn't it all the artwork and like the pieces I kind of stuff. like that that style um, artwork in the game um, and I just I, I think it it's good at creating some little stories, like as well the the things that happen. Like you just love all the like the loot, don't you? That you get and the I like the that different loots. I, I like I love it when you get a little dog out of the you safe. know out of the safe, and then you've got like this little dog to contend with, like just running all over the place. And then you're thinking to yourself, who the hell was putting a dog in the safe <laughs> in the first place? Like I'm not a mass. Neither of us are massive like role players when it comes to games. Like we will quite often skim over. Or skip over flavour text and stuff like that. So I don't. I'm not always 
always fully immersed in the theme, but there is something about Burgle Brothers where I do like imagining it as if it was really happening and like sneaking past guards and all that. I think it's I think it's a good game. I think it's hard. We've not often won it. We have won it occasionally. But I don't I don't treat that I don't consider that a bad thing because I know it's not on our spoilers, it's not on our top ten, but I've always liked ghost stories. Mm. But one of the things I like the most about that is that you don't win it all the time. Mm. So I think it's because it, it's I think if something's gonna be hard, it's gotta be hard so that when you do win it on that like one in a fifty times yeah. It really means something. I bet you've put Ghost Stories higher than um, you did Burger Brothers. Yeah, you you ranked Ghost Stories thirty six. I'm sure it was quite high for me as well. I only ranked it. I've ranked it fifty, so thirty six and fifty. I prefer that. I agree. I do like um, Ghost Stories, but I just prefer Burger Brothers. I think uh, I, w- I would have been. Yeah, I w- I'm not surprised. Burger Brothers for you is like in your top ten, and Ghost Stories is fifty. That. I think. I think it's just. I think thematically, I just it appeals to me, and I think although there's lot there's dice rolling in Burger Brothers with like cracking the safe and stuff like that, I like that you can keep adding dice to mitigate that. I think there's there's more ways of mitigating the luck. I just find ghost stories like too hard. Like I think you need a lot of luck in ghost stories, whereas this you you need lots of luck. But I also think if there's a good group of you like working well together, then then you can do a lot to mitigate the luck. So come on then, what's your top ten? Uh, your number ten? <laughs> my whole top ten. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be over quick. My number ten was High Society. I'm a bit surprised that that's so high for you. I'm a bit surprised it wasn't higher for you because you made such a song and dance about getting it and then not getting it and then I had to get it. and Oh, it's I such a drama. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I love the artwork. I do love the artwork. Um, so I'm a little bit surprised this is in my top ten, actually, because in retrospect, I'm like, how... I mean, the way we did it, you know, yeah, I, that's how it, it, it must have pitched it against other games where I thought it was better, but... Yeah, I, I suppose maybe it, that was one we played recently. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit surprising. That it's in my top ten. It was number twenty-four for me, so it's still a highly ranked game. But I feel like that would have probably been a more accurate like position, and for me though yeah. as well. But it, it is a really good game. Like mm. it's um, maybe it was because we played it recently and it was in the forefront maybe. of your mind. Maybe maybe it's because the few times we I say the most recent times we haven't played it recently, but the last times we've played it there's been like it's been quite funny like i'm just kind of think i'm playing with like my mum and dad and it always makes me laugh when i think about my dad playing and just like forget it keep forgetting this whole thing that you can't spend all your money because then you're out and then he spends all his money and then a surprise when he's out and we're like <laughs> we told you you can't spend all your money it's interesting teaching the game to new people like it's it's nice and simple like it's easy to teach but new players always really overvalue like certain cards like the times two cards like new players always seem to go like crazy for i think that happened in our last game like there people were paying like loads of money for the times two card and then it's like you've spent out on the times two times two of nothing is still nothing i think you should only go really heavy on the times two if you've already got a high value card in front of you because then you know you're you know what you're going to get from that times two but mm. yeah there's no point getting it and then finding that you can't buy anything other than like a three value card mm. or something but yeah i think it's i think it's really clever the way the auction works. like to say it's just a really small card game i think the the auction is clever the way you have a, a traditional auction for the cards that you want and then you have like a reverse auction for the cards that you don't want so mm. there's certain negative cards in the game that come out and then everyone so normally you're bidding because you want everyone's bidding higher and higher to get the card that they want and then you get this auction where everyone's bidding higher and higher 
to not have to take the card and then the first person to sort of take it doesn't have to pay and everyone else has to pay so I think I think that that's what sets it apart from other auction games mm. for me anything else you want to say about it? probably should have been on my birthday list rather than yours <laughs> Yeah, the game that you bought that you did want hasn't cracked the the top ten. What? You, you bought me Flux instead. No, not Flux. You bought me um, Quicks for my <laughs> birthday instead of High Society. It was just a little filler present. <laughs> it was a filler present. <laughs> and um, that's not made it. Oh, you won't let 10. that one go, will you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's move on then. Do you want to do your number nine first? Number nine. Very good. I think you should just probably put, like, edit over some cool, like, number in. I've just seen what my number nine is. Maybe we should go with yours now. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> my number nine is number nine. Like, I promise, I, I can't believe I hadn't noticed that before. <laughs> That's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> um, so this one didn't crack your top ten. Again, not even close. 59. I was just looking at that. Do you know why? Because we played it to death, that's why. <laughs> and that isn't just on me. Like, Matt always wants to play it. Like, every time Matt comes around, he wants to play number nine. So I blame Matt. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just blaming Matt. There's lots of other people we've played. We've, we've played this with pretty much everyone. We've played this with family and friends. And I think there was a time when, if someone wouldn't make a decision, you were like, let's play number nine. Because, because. admittedly, yeah, it's it's a nice little puzzle game there's no setup time it's not really that hard to explain no um i love it but yeah i think probably because we played it to death that's why it's not higher on yours well to me i just took the sign that we've played it to death that's that's not bothered me i still love it i still play it right now if we could but the way we rank these that's how like every time that come up against something i probably just thought oh god yeah not number nine (laughs) were you when you were ranking were you thinking like it as a like what we would want to play right then i don't know i don't remember I, it's probably a mixture of things like if it was just clearly i like that game better than another one whether i played it recently or not, i'd have picked that but see if it was tougher i would have probably then started thinking well okay well if we were to play them right now mm. which one would i pick see i think i went much more for just like what i liked rather than what i'd want to play right now so yeah i will admit we did play it a lot but it is a really good game um if you haven't come across it it the pieces all look like they're straight out of Tetris. They, they're from zero to nine. They're in that, that is the shape of the numbers. And then you just have a stack of cards and you just have to place, play the number tiles as they come out. And you have to try and stack them as efficiently as possible to score the most points. You interlock them and then stack them on top, following certain rules and stuff, don't you? And then it's... And they never stack the way you want. You always think you've left yourself like the perfect space and then that number comes out and it just doesn't fit and it's infuriating um you know what's infuriating what? when one comes out and it'll fit one way around but not the other but yeah. you can't flip the pieces you're not allowed so. to flip the pieces yeah so many times that's happened to me but um it's it's amazing it only takes like 20 minutes to play like you say there's no setup because you play straight out of the box love it mm. it's one of my favorite and i'm even more happy that it, it was number nine <laughs> on my top I didn't 10. notice that. <laughs> Go on then, what's your number nine? My number nine is Stone Age. So I rated it number nine. You didn't rate it that badly, which is surprising because I wasn't... I didn't think you liked this game enough to rate 35. I like Stone Age. Really I just don't like it as much as you like it. I think like... I think it was just one of the earlier placement games we played, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And I think I like... the the Yeah, I like worker placement. I like the... I like the theme of it like a bit of gambling 
Yeah, like with quite, the dice rolling. It's, it's and a little bit because a lot of worker placements are like you, you send people there and, and then you, you get definitely that. get the resource. Whereas this is a bit like, oh, how many do I send? How much? Yeah, do how many? And like then there's like you roll the dice and you roll all ones and then you don't actually get you sent loads of people there but actually you still don't get anything because you rolled a load of ones and yes yeah, so I, I suppose i've always liked that sort of element of luck and gambling in a game i think this is higher on yours than it is on mine because you play it a lot more than me because you play it on your phone mm. daily you see i don't anymore no. i probably this is why like it's another one where maybe it wouldn't have made my top 10 now because it's kind of dropped off my list a bit mostly because like if i am playing games like i would get to that but i've usually fallen asleep before then now because <laughs> i can't stay awake long enough but um i do still really like it and i do i, th- I think i like it a little bit better on my phone because mm-hmm. it just it's quicker you're not having to fiddle around with pieces and turning cards and you know in the actual game you've got a lot of pieces haven't you with all the different resources mm. and boats and the meeples and stuff whereas it's a little bit slicker on the um on the uh, well on the, the yeah the ipad or the phone yeah or other than the fact that like we've mentioned before it does not work on the ipad anymore mm. well it does work but it's, it's all glitched coding, isn't it yeah. yeah but yeah i think that's why it's like 35 is pretty good like i do like mm. it i will play it i'm unlikely to sell it especially because i don't know if you remember this it was out of print for ages and we really wanted mm. it and we like imported it from america and i think we paid like more than we should have done mm. for it not loads more yeah. but like definitely a little bit more than we should have done mm. it's one of those as well it's not that complicated and i know there is a my first stone age isn't there mm. so there is one i could see me wanting to I, I could see one day us getting my first Stone Age for Ruby and then building her up with that, then moving up to the actual Stone Age. I, I think the Stone Age would be a good one for kids, for teaching them, like, division. Because hmm. you because they're like, doing divide. the dice. And... Yeah, you roll the dice and you have to divide by whatever the resource is. It's good for is. their maths, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. I think that's, that's a good mathsy one. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that will be one we play with her when she's mm-hmm. a bit older. <laughs> definitely not now she'd swallow the pieces um but yeah i can can see why that's that's high on your list should we go into number seven how about number eight oh number eight yeah that's what i meant uh so do you well should i my number eight features higher up on your list sounds goes, isn't it yeah so we'll skip over my number eight for now and we'll just do your number eight uh, so my number eight was Pandemic Legacy Season 1. And I'm surprised... Uh, what was this on yours? 44. I am surprised by that. Hmm. Is that a symptom of you thinking, like, what would I rather play right now? Or is that, Maybe. like, genuinely a reflection? When we were doing this, would it have differentiated between Legacy Season 1 and Legacy Season yeah. 2? Yeah, because Season 2 wouldn't be on my top ten. But Season 1 definitely was, because hmm. that was an amazing gaming experience that I loved yeah I guess I think it's probably time I mean if we'd have done this shortly after that the ending for us of that was so epic like that would have probably been like that would probably be in my top five let alone my top ten but um so yeah I think the time had passed on it and I enjoyed it but it's gone now we can't get that back again unless we replayed again I don't think it would be the same no I wasn't disappointed by season two 
but it, too much it was too much yeah like, I found it hard to follow to be yeah. honest whereas that season one felt more of a story that you were following yeah. you well, felt more invested season one in it. was so familiar with pandemic that season one was literally just you just got to enjoy the story and then the gameplay uh, it changed and it still threw extra new yeah. things in but but it was it was like familiar game but you were just like enjoying the story whereas season two they just changed I think they changed too much yeah they tried by to changing too much the, in. like I, I don't think they would have needed to change like how the the core mechanics of the game works I think they could have carried on mm. carried on with the, the basic core mechanics and then just because there was lots of in, it was really interesting in season two and there was lots of things to explore but there was too many things to explore mm. and then I felt and then you found felt like you'd missed out on yeah. stuff and you always felt like you had to go back and do all the things that you'd missed so yeah. you got the like full your full experience and your money's worth out of yeah. it so I've, I it just wasn't as good for me but Pandemic season one I absolutely loved and if you haven't played it if you enjoy co-ops and Pandemic and you haven't played it, I would, I would still recommend it. Oh, I would experience. recommend people playing it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Mm. But you, not so much, apparently. <laughs> Shall we move on to our number we'll seven? Number now. sevens. So, the one that was your number eight is also my number seven, so very little difference there. And that's Last Will. Mm. So, we can both talk about this one. I guess it is one of our more recent purchases. It's not, more we've recent. We've had it a while, but because we haven't bought that much, it's still. One that hasn't been played as much, maybe, as other ones. I, well, it's more recent, but I've, I'd say it's had a fair few plays. Like, I wouldn't be surprised because we it's, liked it. When yeah, we got exactly. It. We both really enjoy it. So it was one of those ones where we got it and then we played it a couple of times in a row, like, back mm. to back. And even now, I still like getting it out and, and playing it. I think when you really like a game as well, you, like, you advocate it to other people when yeah. they come around and you want, like, you're like, oh, this is really good. So you want your friends to play it because you want them to... You, you kind of hope and they'll enjoy it yeah. and they'll like it as well and so it's another kind of engine building card game which apparently I, I like <laughs> you're um, good at it though, <laughs> so that probably helps uh, but I like it it's that where you're trying to spend all your money um, so it's that, that kind of shift whereas most games you're trying to build up a lot this you're trying to get rid of everything but you have to do it by clever investment and it's got the multiple paths to victory which I really enjoy it's got all those funny scenarios it's and got stories all the funny that scenarios. Like. that is another one where again like although I said we don't like role playing I do like imagining in this game like the last game we played um, I went for a different strategy where you I did, just yeah. I went for all the I, events didn't yeah. you so normally I'd go for property or I'd go for like build up the cards I, I was like I wonder if you can do this by just having a fabulous time so I just went on boat trip after boat trip I had the my ladies dinners, yeah. <laughs> I know I was living it up <laughs> and um, yeah that won me the game so I'd... I mean in reality that probably is the quickest <laughs> and easiest and funnest way to spend all your money than trying to like buy a big house and then let it fall into disrepair yeah, yeah I, I really enjoy it and it doesn't surprise me that it's so high on mm. well, it's, yeah so high on both of our lists I mean they tapped into a good theme there a lot of for a lot of people of, of a certain generation they'll remember the film Brewster's Millions and that was quite a, you know that was a good film it had like a, a comic legend in it and I think everyone loves the idea of like having all this money and being able to do whatever they want mm. with it don't they it's mm. like it's, it's why people play the lottery the thought of having millions of pounds that you can spend on whatever you want yeah <laughs> it's a really good theme and a really fun game as well mm. like with their, their cards and stuff like that yeah so yeah that was really good yeah so that was your number seven seven so my number seven is scythe 
That was my number 11. Yeah. I was, it's a little surprise it wasn't in your top 10, but it is really close, obviously. Yeah, when I look at your top 10, I'm kind of like, I'm surprised it doesn't rate higher than some of the other things you've got in. There's a couple in your top 10 I would have thought it rated higher as, but I guess it's it's a very different type of game to some of the games you have in your top 10 as well. My top 10 is generally quite light. That's what I was thinking. Whereas I feel like I've got a couple more heavy games in my top 10. We'll we'll maybe talk about that more later once mm. we've done the whole top 10 but yeah I do really enjoy Scythe it's one that we've actually played since having Ruby so mm. I think I think that that's like a, a gold standard right yeah really. <laughs> if it's been played but like post baby then it's gotta be it's gotta be in my favourites um uh, yeah. I just like I like the theme I like the artwork I like the pieces I'm not very good at it mm. like I don't think I've ever won but I like that kind of feeling. Like, I always feel like I'm getting close, yeah. but then it, it doesn't quite pay off. And all of a sudden, like I've got a bit of a like a bit of an engine going, and then all of a sudden it goes flat. And I, so I find it's one of those ones that I still got this kind of motivation to mm. want to try something different each time. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, you've got multiple things you can can do. Um, I like that there's a little because I don't really like dudes on a map like fighty games that much. And this has obviously got an element of that, but I like that it's like. You, almost you discouraged yeah <laughs> like, you can't make that your sole like thing yeah, that you do you can't can just you? dominate by going well you, you, you there's could. benefits to you doing could, that you could but you're not going to win from it are you I don't know like yeah because it, it, you're like penalised if you attack too much or attack vulnerable workers mm. so I like that it's kind of a bit discouraged yeah um but yeah, it's got a lot of things that I like in it, and it does feel like a big epic game. Like it, like on the table, there's lots of little cool miniatures, there's cool cards, there's a giant map. You could potentially make the map even bigger. I'd love to play on the bigger map <laughs> where you like put the tables, yeah, and then like I feel like it's one of those games that look awesome with those like um, casino style rakes where you could just push all your pieces <laughs> and your resources around. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I think that is an expansion. But we have got an expansion for Scythe that we have yet to play. It's like with the airships. Oh yeah, I would like to, but at the same time, I'm just like I do like it the way it is, and I just worry that something new. Um, you surprise me. You always love something new. I thought the thing that was putting you off is having just to learn the new yeah, bit. That a little bit as well, because we just take a little bit of a, a rules refresh each mm. time. Although it is. They have got the quick reference rules, which Stonemaier games do quite a lot, which is good for quickly refreshing you. So it's not too bad. Though. Sometimes you just need something that jogs your memory, don't you? Mm. Like, I'll go to play a game and I'm like, I, have, I don't know how to play this. I've completely forgotten. But then when you start, you're like, oh, uh, yeah, and it all starts clicking back into place. So it is a handy thing to have in a game. Mm. I feel like there was a time when we had kind of Scythe and we had um, Rise and Sun. Yeah, and I felt like I don't know. They, I mean, some people probably think it's ridiculous for me saying this, but uh, they kind of felt too similar to me. And it was like I was gonna like one or the other. And I feel like Scythe is the one that like won out, and I liked more. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> They're probably hideously different, but I don't know. It just felt kind of similar, but yeah, I don't know. We did sell Rising Sun because I just looked at it and I was like. We're never going to play this ever mm. again. It's just taking up loads of space. It's and pretty big. We could get quite a lot of money for it. Yeah. So it went. I mean, we've got other games we could get quite a lot of money for them, but I'm not yeah, selling those. <laughs> you don't have to sell all your games. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I think Scythe's a good show. So Scythe and Last Will are number, number sevens. Okay. Number so number six. I'll go. My number six is Castles of Burgundy. That was number 12 for me, so not Still not pretty off. similar, yeah. 
Is this because of the app that it's so high for you? Because you've been playing a lot of the app game. I think I liked it before the app. Mm, I but do. my only my only criticism of the main of the actual board game is having to reset all the tiles each mm-hmm. time. But I mean, it doesn't take that long if you've got two or three, a couple of people playing and someone does one bit and someone does another. But I mean, yeah, that app's brilliant because it just takes all that away and makes it a heck of a lot quicker. And I probably am playing this one still reasonably regularly. Mm-hmm. Not every day like some of my games, but maybe every week or so I play this one. Yeah. I mean, it's a slightly longer game, so it makes sense I wouldn't play every day. I I really do like Castles of Burgundy, and I am a little surprised it didn't make it into my top ten. Although, yeah, it was really close. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think it's a really, like... I like the idea, I like that it has all the different types of tiles you're going for. I like the way they all kind of interact with each other, so mm. they have all their... Um, they you know by placing it it has like a recur like a not recurring action but it'll have like a bonus action to it and then if you can get a couple of those to work well then you can get more tiles laid i think that's the aim to play the right tiles in the right order to get maximum tiles on the board because the more tiles you've got on the board the more you're going to score i love i love it when you set up a chain and you're like i'm going to place this which gets me this and then i'm going to do this with that and Yeah. yeah you can you can get a you can feel really clever by mm. by doing that and that's what i like about it yeah yeah and it is one of those games where you you've got a few different actions you can take per go so you know you, you don't get stuck having a completely you know that you've always got options every time even if the dice aren't going to get you the pieces you want you can think right well i need to i'll sell something to get some money or i'll i'll stock up on some workers so i can you know have better flexibility on dice rolls yeah. on later turns and that kind of thing and those like yellow um what are they called the oh, knowledge technology yeah. n- the knowledge, knowledge tiles yeah. they're quite good because if you can get the right ones the right pairings of those you can get some good ones where you like you're you're getting money for having people and people for having money and mm. so you end up like not having to waste time collecting extra workers or money because you're you're just kind of generating them anyway mm. and like getting those early doors that set you up as well kind of thing so there's just lots of little bits about that I like. It's like that old artsy look of the old one. I, I mean, I think the old one's pretty hideous. And I think it's almost like when you get it out, you're a bit like, don't judge what it looks like. Because I know it looks a bit shit. <laughs> See, I think that's part of its charm. It's like, it's oh, yeah, almost, it it's almost so charm, shit, it's good. Like, yeah, but it, it does make it a little bit of a harder mm. sell. Like, I know this looks really dull, but it is a really fun game. It's like one of those, like, don't judge the book by the cover. If the yeah. book, if the cover is really dull or plain, but yeah, it's but not then as catchy. I don't think the new artwork, I think it's a difficult thing to make look mm. pretty. Like, I think it has to be so functional. Mm. But, um, I mean, if I hadn't seen either, and this is the first, the new one was the first one I saw, I probably think it looked better than the original. But because I've known the original, uh, and the art, the, the the art on the new one isn't like doesn't blow me away. I think I'm like, well, they're we're both, not a, be bit, replacing both it, a bit, both a bit. Yeah, I'm not going to replace it. I do like the art and the. Uh, and that in the app yeah I think that looks good I like the way the app is designed and like things pop on the board and like Mm. I think that's really nice yeah good good choice good I think that's a solid six I I, looking at now I still think yeah I think that's right that that's number six for me uh my number six is your number 92 (laughs) which I think is ridiculous I mean in retrospect it's maybe a little harsh and that's Sagrada, which is a beautiful game. I feel like I'm just a bit bitter with things. I feel like, <laughs> like number nine, I feel like, I feel like we played it a lot. And 92 is It's insane. hard and I never win it. And you, 
you're there's times there was times when you were always pushing to play it and i was like oh god i'm so sick of this game it's brilliant but yes it is very pretty it's really pretty it's puzzly like i almost think of it as like a a sudoku 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 how you say it um i just think it's it's puzzly there's dice i love it I mean, one of the one of the slight elements I don't like about it is, I think, unless you're going to be a real like um, stickler for the rules, like there's always a chance that people are not playing it right and have placed things where they shouldn't done. And you yeah, know you how can... you know how I am about like double checking what everyone's yeah, doing. Yeah, but you and... can check. Like, but when do we ever play and get to the end and be like, right, we're going to double check? Well, you don't done... have to double check. You can see when as people place them. Like, you can pay more attention on other people's go. Yeah, but it's hard because a lot of time you're not. You're kind of thinking, right, what's left? What can I take? And you just have to trust people no there's plenty more ga- I'd say that there's plenty more games that I'm waving my finger about this there's <laughs> plenty more games where that's worse because at least Sagrada like the information is all out in the open so you could watch someone else and see what they're doing but think of all the card games where we play where you're doing like secret things with cards I know that there's way more <laughs> there's way more opportunity to cheat let's just put it out there when it comes to board games purpose. I'm probably never trusting anyone 100% <laughs> It's probably why I like hidden traitor games. I like, don't trust anybody. Oh, I accidentally cheated in a game the other day. Which game? Um, welcome to. Oh yeah, that you were playing for Christmas birthday. Yeah, and then I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna leave. This. Did you win? No, I didn't win. I think it's alright if you don't then win. <laughs> it, I picked a card and a. I mean, he'll listen to this, you know. Who? Chris. <laughs> I don't think Chris will care. Um, I picked a... I thought the card had a different ability. So I, like, did it. And then I was like, shit, that doesn't have that ability. But, like, I'd already, like, drawn on my paper and pen. I was just like, I'm just going to leave this. I'm just going to leave it. And then, Oh, no, I think I did correct it later. I think qualification. I, no, I think I took a fence when there wasn't a fence. So I, like, thought the number had a fence but it didn't have a fence on it. So, but I'd already drawn my fence and I was like, this is going to get confusing if I cross out my fence. So I just left it. But then when that number did come up with a fence later, I like used the, that fence, but... Yeah, sure, sure. Which it is. <laughs> but I didn't, want, I didn't want to bring it up in front of everyone because there was a lot of people there playing There was a lot of people playing. So yeah, yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to let it slide. But Fair enough. Is that the kind of cheating? I uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that the sort of, that's the sort of thing that I'm worried goes on. But I could have done... I could have not even noticed. Like, I just double-checked because other people were still doing it. Mm. And then I was like, oh, shit. Was that the wrong thing to do, do you think? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) You should have probably just disqualified yourself from the game. Said, I've I've gone wrong here. I'm just going to back out. I'm just going to screw my paper up and throw it away. Yeah, just, like, validate you. But Instagram, they do build that in. Like, Instagram, if you have placed an illegal dice, then you just don't score it. Like, you take that dice away. True, true, true. So it's got those mechanisms Mm. built in. And it doesn't deserve to be number 92 on anyone's list. Mm. (laughs) All right, maybe 92 is a bit harsh. but That's really harsh. I don't don't even know whether it would be What's your number 50? Let's see what... Let's see what your number ninety one is. What what is like pitched again? Forbidden Island. No, that's oh yeah. So it's, forbid, it's between Forbidden Island and Alhambra. Flam Rouge is higher than a thingy, and you don't even like Flam Rouge that much. I do. I can't. I just can't. Believe anyway, that. anyway, anyway. So that was our number sixes. So my number five is higher on your list, so I'll just keep you just keep it quiet. Yeah. My number five is that's pretty clever. Ganchon clever. Ganchon clever. 
That's fair. I think that's fair that that's my number five. Yeah. I still 14 play, on mine. I still play it every day. Yeah. I'm it's still based, not cracked. No. 300. That's because I'm trying to beat 300. That is I? on Kelly's Kelly's 40 next year, by the way, everyone. Whoa, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and she's doing a 40 by 40 Just list. Throw that out there. <laughs> no one will believe you. No one will believe you. Anyway, she's doing. She's trying to do forty things before she's forty, and one of them is to score higher than three hundred. That's quite a harsh one to put on there because, like, I can only I can play it, but I can't like most stuff on on a list like that would be doable things. Like, I mean, I can't guarantee I can do that. Hannah's them. done it. I know. Chris has done I it. I know. You've I've all done bloody it. done it. So I feel like you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> I, mean, I play it every day. And I, I, when I play, I always play at least twice. Um, <sighs> so I'm sure... I mean, it's, it's up there because, one, I like it. Mm. I was As a kid, I was always a fan of Yahtzee. Yahtzee. And I feel like this is just like the modern-day, zooped-up version of it. I like that it's got that kind of... The competitive side of me is, like, desperate to get that elusive 300 mm-hmm. score. So, yeah, I just... I And... I think I like the game as an iOS version as well as the actual game. Like I like them equally as much. Yeah. It's a little roll and write game. So you're just like rolling these dice. You pick where to cross them off on your little pad of paper. Mm. And I like that you can get like big combos. Yeah, that's, that's another thing, isn't it? And like I feel like that is the way to get in the big scores. You've got to, you've got to get a big combo going, and you've also got to manage your foxes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you, I think the title of the game is pretty like accurate. Like that's pretty. Clever. That is pretty clever. Yeah. Because usually you, you feel like a bit of a genius when when you pull pull off a combo and you're yeah. like, done this and this. Oh, we played we played the actual because you play the app version all the time, but we've got the actual physical copy of the game as well. Um, we played it with someone the other day, and they got a hundred. Katie. Katie, yeah, and Katie got a hundred and twenty. No. That would be very impressive. 300. 327. And that was ridiculous. She got some, like, killer combos there. Mm. Another person who's got 300 before you. I know, pretty much everyone we know has got 300, <laughs> haven't we, apart from me? Anyway. One day. One day. One day. But yeah, I think that's good. And one of the only games we've bought this year as well. I've bought It was this only year. this year we bought yeah, it, was it? I think January time. Oh. Or February time. I think we, that was the, one of the first games we played after we'd had was it? Ruby. Oh, okay. Hmm. Again, I think that's a. I, I think that is a solid number five for me, and it, you know it's pretty current. I can, I can see myself like it dropping off once I've got three hundred. But I feel like it's a good game. You can always play with other people. It will travel I still well. Play and... it sometimes, like just on my phone. <clears throat> like it's a really good little like. Well, I've got ten minutes to kill. I'll play a round of Gunshot. Yeah, on my phone. I was going to say like it takes a bit longer when you're playing the real one with people, but it's still what I call like a little filler game. It's mm. not. You can play that's a little light game, then you can move on to a heavier game. We've, I'd say we've been playing it quite a lot because um, when we have people round, but we still have to do bedtime routine with Ruby. So quite often, one of us will go up to give Ruby a bath, and then the other person stays down and entertains the guests. And we'll quite often play like a little round of Ganshon Clever. It's a good kind of time. Yeah, like you can play a game of that entertainment the time it takes to get her ready for bed. Yeah, and then yeah, swap over, and then the other person gets to play a little round mm. of it. It's quite, it's quite good. It's yeah. perfect for that. Uh, right, so number yeah. fours. My... Again, yours is features higher on my list. And... And mine features higher. higher on your list. So we'll have to come back to the uh, fourth ranking ones. We'll come back to them right now because my number four is your number three and your number three, three is, is my your number, number yeah. four. 
Or so, vice yeah, versa. basically <laughs> three and four for for us are switched. Are switched, but yeah, pretty close. So, what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Star Realms first. Okay, so that was number three on my list and number four on your list. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm not surprised they're pretty close. I'm surprised it's not higher on mine versus yours. But mm. then when we come to the the rest of what's on my list, I think it's fair that it's number yeah. four on my list. I think if you've been listening to our podcast a long time, then you will know our love of Star Realms. We've played it a lot. It was a we've played the um, the actual card game as well as the iOS version yeah. a lot. You still play the iOS version a lot, like daily, yeah. I'd say. But yeah. Um, I don't really play that anymore, but I'd say 2017 was the year of Star Realms. Like, mm. we just used to play that, like, lunch times at home. We have played it a couple of times this year because we yeah. bought the Star Realms Frontiers. Frontiers. Yeah, that was um, pretty interesting. Um, we even had that Star Realms tournament with Chris and Matt that time. That was pretty yeah, fun. It. I played in um, an online tournament mm. with other um, board game Players. podcast people. Oh, yeah, you did, on yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. I didn't get very far. I got knocked out in the first stage. It should have been but me doing I it. But I did beat Suzanne from the Dice Tower. You that's did, yeah. <laughs> that's my claim to fame. <laughs> Look, that's not really a claim to fame. <laughs> I was pretty proud. No offence to her, but it's not, that's not a fame thing. That's just a claim to something. I don't know. I, I was pleased with that. <laughs> that was quite a close game. I was mm. excited. Um, but yeah. We just love everything about this. It's, it's, it's just a little deck building game, isn't it? Mm. But It's so just... good. It's so cheap. Yeah. Like someone was trying to buy Arctic Scavengers off me um, and they were trying to haggle me down and I was not budging because I quite like it. I didn't want to give it up. Um, and they were like, oh, I want it for my my boyfriend, like me and my boyfriend to play. And I was like, don't waste your money on Arctic Scavengers. Just get Star Realms. Like literally, I was like, I'm not going to sell you my copy because I like it. But it's so cheap. Just go get that instead. Mm. And if you don't want Star Realms, you could always play Hero Realms. Hero Realms if yeah. if because I, I think some people are put off by a spacey theme, aren't mm. they? And I have to admit, it's not always my favourite. Although, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I think with space scenes, it's very, I either love it or I hate it. Mm. Um, I mean, like, I've never really warmed to cosmic encounters. Mm. But I know but for some people, you say, like, space sci-fi, and they're like, oh, no, no, I'm not... Um, I'm not interested in that at all. I, cosmic encounters must be way down my list. There you go, it's there. It was pretty low on both of our lists. 88 for me and 112 for me. Yeah, yeah. What does our list go down to? I mean, for me, Cosmic Counters isn't that far away from Humpty Dumpty's wall game, so... (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You made me feel what I was going to say now, but... You were moaning about how you hate those games apart from... Two of my my most favourite games, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, maybe, maybe it's not actually a theme that I dislike... I'm probably just thinking of Cosmic Encounters, but for <laughs> other people, space themes are a yeah. bit more off-putting, aren't they? But then, is that not true with, like, some people are a bit funny about fantasy as well? Mm. Like, if you don't like sci-fi, maybe you don't like fantasy either. I mean, if you don't like sci-fi and fantasy, what are you doing getting into board games? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are really limiting yourself there, aren't you? True. Yeah, a bit weird. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all that Star, Star Realms is so high on both our lists. Mm. Uh, the other one... That is number four on my list and number three on your list was... Carcassonne. You bloody love Carcassonne. I do. Are you surprised Are you saying that because you're surprised it's not high on my list? Uh, A little bit, but also I'm surprised how high it ended up on my list. I am surprised at that. Like, (laughs) again, like, I think my top 
I'm a bit unsure about like the top to say top five, but I think my top four are exact. I think Star Realms I like a little less than Carcassonne, and Carcassonne I think I like a little less than the my number one and two. But Carcassonne has been one of my favourites right from like the mm. early days of board gaming. I like a lot of the expansions to it. Mm. Um, I just find it like uh, the I play it a lot still, like pretty much every day on yeah. the iPad, and I only really play with two expansions mm. I only set two expansions on because I just I kind of like it if being that, simple you, I thought you only played with one I thought you played with inns and cathedrals or well, maybe it's just oh, I found rivers, rivers yeah. yeah but I, I almost like that it's quite simple like that and mm. I mean I, I probably should make it harder because I do win around about 70 odd percent of the time but it's kind of what i enjoy i like that i can play it and win yeah i i'm a little bit surprised that it ended up so high on my list but i'm also not surprised because i think i think although as a as a just a game on its own like i do think like some of the games we've already talked about are better than Carcassonne. but what i think when i was making my list and or doing my rankings i was kind of thinking about like the experience of playing them and like because you love it so much mm. and we've played it a lot together like it's one of the only games we do like we like write the sc- our scores in the inside of the box yeah like it's it that's what i mean i think there's lots of like things about it like we've played it from it's one of the earliest games we had we've played all the different expansions we've kept a track a running score of the who wins and it became the thing that it was always me and then it was like oh wait and see when you won and then we had that epic game that time that we like time lapse recorded which is good we have the the magnetic version that we we still have on the fridge we we have Carcassonne on the fridge but I also think it's little things like I feel like there's lots of games that have meeples in it but I feel like that's the game that really got us kind of you know like when when i think of meeples i think of carcassonne yeah. you you made me a little fimo meeple for carcassonne with a crown on which i now have a tattoo of on my leg and like that's how much that game means to me that i've literally got a, a tattoo which is pretty much my large meeple piece from that game <laughs> it's just not colored in it's not colored in i mean i'm glad i didn't get it colored in that would have that would have hurt <laughs> so i'm not i'm not regretting not getting it colored in green but um like yeah. literally I have a, a meeple with a crown on it now like yeah. permanently tattooed on my body it's, you've yeah, made, it's just got a lot of happy memories yeah. for me like I you've just, made cakes you've made cards with this on yeah I, I just really like I like that you like it so much I like playing it with you like I'd say we've introduced people to it yeah but like I, I was just about to say I like it best as a two player game and I like it best just playing with you like I'm less fast when there's more players I prefer it two player yeah. I think I I, I think I like the simplicity of it. I think when I, I occasionally try and play a three-player game on the iPad, it, it throws me a bit and mm. I get confused and stuff. So, um, And I think I find it... We have played it three-player with like Matt sometimes, haven't we? And I think it throws me because I'm quite good at it. And then... You're it, a good one-on-one. Yeah. But maybe the extra people throw you a bit more. But I just... I think it's brilliant. I... I I love I just, that every time you play as well, like the the map and the town expands in mm. a different way and looks different. Sometimes you get those epic cities. Sometimes you've just got a million of li- little ones, towns yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. And no, I do, I I do enjoy it. There's, like I said uh, a little bit earlier, like there is a lot of like I don't think it's the best game. Like it's it is very simple mm. and there is a lot of luck. You, you know, uh, you've got the luck of the tiles coming out. 
but I just I just really enjoy playing with you I say you've got the luck but you always win so it's obviously it's a... not luck like <laughs> I haven't played you make your own luck I haven't played that game thousands of times for <laughs> my winning to be down to luck no like, no, no, but you must admit, is there's an element of there's an element of luck. But then you need an But I think like you have to be able to react to it. Like you just get blinded by field madness every time. <laughs> like that is how I often win a game. Is getting that right feels. But you just get too obsessed with it. You jump in too quick, and I think like I a panic. lot of people do. Like they panic. They they go too early, and then I just kind of sit back and wait. It's and not just... even field madness of like. Like I don't necessarily. I just get so scared that you're gonna steal fields off me. I think that's the thing. You you get too worried about me like muscling in on things. Yeah. Like I've literally dedicated like whole games before to like getting a field and then like closing that field off with roads so you can't steal it off me. It just stresses me out a lot. It's funny because when I play, uh, when I play on the iPad against the AI because I don't very often play real people, the the AIs that I play against don't feel like they go for fields the way like a human player does like when i play with you you know that i try and go for fields so you go for fields whereas the ai seems to go for a large city mm-hmm. so and i almost feel like i am in, i can manipulate the ai because you just throw one or two meeples into a city and just let them expand it and expand it and then my tactic playing with an ai is to lock their people into a city that then can't score mm. whereas that's not a tactic i find as easy to do with a real life player mm. so i like that you know, like, I can play different types of games with an AI compared to what I play with, like, a real player. You love messing with AIs. You oh, really yeah, mess I love with it, the yeah. um, Star Realms AI as yeah. well. Like, you love, like, destroying them with hundreds of points. Yeah. I'm glad you don't do it with me. <laughs> that would be pretty awful. I mean, you don't really play Star Realms and Carcassonne with me anymore, so it might be just because, like, play. Oh, well, I can we destroy you at all these games. Uh, you cannot I mean, like, destroy me at Star Realms. We'll play... We'll, we'll play this soon and I will tweet the results. Right, okay. Because I can still give you a run for your money with, right. with Star Realms, so don't be, don't be mouthing Throwing off like that. that. <laughs> I think, like, the way... It, it's got to come across the way we've talked about these two games, how much we like yeah. them. Like, they are great two-player games. Mm. Um, we've played which, them a lot. Yeah. Actually, they're probably... Yeah, looking at our lists, like, they are two really solid two-player games and that's probably why they rate so highly on our mm. list because we we do love playing with lots of games of other people but mm. like it's always we've always talked about how great it's been that we both got in a board game and it's something we could do together mm. wasn't it so that was our number three and four yeah so, so we're in the last two. two do you want to do your number two first so i do my number two first and then do your number two everybody close your eyes <laughs> werewolves <laughs> so my number two is one night ultimate werewolf um that because we there's my number five by the way yeah i'm just thinking like we have got a bit of a mix of the of daybreak and there's daybreak we've we i think we've played all mm, no we haven't played all of them there's more out now we've played we've played daybreak we've got a few characters that we always use from the daybreak expansion we've played the vampires one but we never really played it regularly no. and i think we had the alien one but now yeah. i think there's like and we played that monsters that big... and there's like a one week ultimate werewolf yeah. so they've it's a popular game they've taken it and run in, ran with it mm. but to i say, still love the original yeah i'm not big on change once i like something some of these games in my list like i play the basic version of like i talked about with carcass on and that and star realms even because once i like it i kind of 
stick to that. But mm. yeah, when I ult my werewolf, someone that could be pulled out any time, and I'd be like, yes, I want to play mm. that. Like I am always up for that. And I mean, it's been a number of years now since we were playing it regularly at lunch times at work with big groups of people, and now it very rarely comes out. But I. I still love it just as yeah. much. I think it's got a big nostalgia factor for both of us because mm. it was one of the first games that we started playing it. We did have... We used to regularly get, like, big groups together and, like... We literally had a trophy, didn't we? Had didn't a trophy we, we used to play. We had, like, this whole league of... We used to keep score of, like, how many times people had won games how and long, stuff yeah, like that. How often people had been werewolves and, like, Tanner wins and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So we were really big into it. And I think, although, yeah, like you said, we don't play it that much anymore. Mm. But I think the reason it's so high on the both our list is, like, definitely nostalgia yeah. of, of playing that. I think I just love the way as well, like, each game is different. Mm. They're fairly short, sharp games. So once you've taught people what to play, you can play a game, it's over. You can mm. mix in different characters and play again. You can play it multiple times. I like that kind of every scenario is different and not least because you can change the characters in mm. and out, but just that I love it when you get that game where it plays out and everyone thinks they sort of know what's happened yeah. and then you it flip over and you're like, what <laughs> like how did that happen and then you then spend the next five minutes mm. backtracking and going well how did you end up being that character yeah. and I, it's, a, it's a social deduction game which i do like like or i'm surprised there's not more social deduction mm. on our list did we mention that this was your number five yeah right um i'm surprised there's not more yeah but we've uh, always liked social deduction yeah but i think this one is the best one and i do always whenever we play a social deduction game tend to compare it to um this one to this one and mm. generally i just often end up thinking like oh this is okay but i prefer one night ultimate werewolf yeah like i do like the resistance avalon yeah i do like avalon but uh, again not as i don't know where that one's ranked hang on let's have a look so it was 23 for you and 31 for me i think mm. yeah it's a little bit lower than i expected but um but yeah i like that one as well what's that one that chris keeps making us play I don't think You've I've not played, played Human it. Punishment. Human Punishment. That's a new one. I don't like it as much. Like, it's too mm. random. It, the thing I like about One Night Ultimate Werewolf is that it's really short. <laughs> like, it's a really short game. Yeah. So, uh, and that sounds weird because, like, normally if you like something, you'd want it to last for ages. But you can keep playing rounds and rounds of it. Yeah. So you can play it for a long time. Yeah. But, like, individually, it's really short because it's, like, because it's so random. So, like, like social deduction you can dress it up anyway like but you are really just guessing quite a lot like you can say well i can read Mm. someone or i can't read someone but you're working with limited information and you're guessing a lot so i think Mm. there's only so much skill in that and i think the fact that you're like time limited on your discussion Mm. is what makes one night ultimate werewolf fun Mm. and it doesn't matter that it is so random whereas like other social deduction games that go on for longer <clears throat> I think they suffer, especially if they're like try and be random. So like human punishment is super random. Like you, lots of stuff changes all the time. You can change your li- allegiance all the time. You, like it's it's too much. It's too random, and it can go on for ages. Mm-hmm. Like you might have a you might have a twenty minute game, or you might have like a two hour game, and it's too much. Whereas mm-hmm. this is consistently ten minutes, mm-hmm. like with an actual time limit. The only downside to this is that I feel like now it's it's not always easy to get enough people to around to play it and because i think you need to have at least five people mm. maybe even six or seven to have a good game of one night ultimate werewolf mm. um i think you can add a fair few players before it gets a bit 
too ridiculous mm. but I think getting people to play it it's one that doesn't appeal to a lot of people some people don't like some that people really hate the it. idea of lying some people probably don't like the idea that I mean, I'm surprised I don't like it so much for this point as well, but it can be flawed because you're having to look at cards and move cards around while everyone's got their eyes closed. And it it is quite easy to kind of know information you shouldn't do because you've heard something or... a game just because like you don't obviously because it's so no on your list, but... but I'm just saying I could see how some people wouldn't like that because it's like oh well I know you know some people could be like oh well I know that that person so someone says oh I'm the insomniac and they're like well I know you're not because I heard you switch my card with someone else's mm. cards that's not in the spirit of the game but I can yeah. see how that could taint it a bit for some people if they're like well it's supposed to be but secret they could still be and... lying about that <sighs> although I still remember the time when John cheated deliberately like in the game but like not deliberately like he he was lying about what role he was i think he he said oh i'm the insomniac it was like one of his first times playing he was like oh i'm the insomniac but i forgot to look at what i was at the end of the night but we all like sincerely believed him <laughs> like we were like oh oh well have a look because you know it's the first time playing the game like have a look so he looked at his card like in front of everyone but he was lying about being the insomniac so he like kind of cheated he got extra information (laughs) but um other than that but you just gotta trust people at some point but yeah there is definitely some of our friends who really don't like this game and don't get on with it because they don't like lying they don't like lying or they They don't don't like like the pressure pressure of being put under like pressure like when someone says well I think you're the werewolf some people don't like being having to then think quick on their feet and come up with and to be honest I do find that tricky sometimes like because I spend I kind of like that pressure, but when you're like, well, I am a werewolf, I've got to come up with a plausible, like, yeah. cover. I must admit, I'm always, like, a little bit relieved when I look at my card and I'm like, oh, phew, I'm not the werewolf. I yeah. can just, like, enjoy trying to work out who the werewolf is. Yeah, because it is a bit difficult lying sometimes because the game the game isn't a game mm. if you can't lie about who you are because then it's really easy to pick out. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, yeah. It's a shame we don't get to play this one more, like... Yeah. Maybe we will do one day. Yeah. But yeah, so it's quite good. Two on mine and five on yours. Uh, My number two was number 29 on yours. And again, I think this is a travesty. (laughs) And that is um, Pandemic. So I had Pandemic Legacy early on and then I've got original vanilla Pandemic at number two. Um, I really like Pandemic and I'm surprised it's not high on yours. Yeah. I mean, when I look at it against my top 10, I'm like, well, I do... I do really like all those things, so it'd be hard to say. Well, which one of them do I like it better than? But I, think, I get that it I might think not it's... have made your top ten. But I yeah, got, maybe. Well, actually, high society, like really. Well, in retrospect, yeah, maybe <laughs> that's the that's probably the only one I'd have potentially put it higher than. So yeah, maybe it could have been my number my number ten. But then if we looked at everything between ten and twenty nine, like I'm maybe I would have liked other not... things more yeah. than it. I'm surprised. That I mean, that's how this thing works. I they know. pitched it against other things, and I like other things more. Again, maybe it's just because I like it more than you, because I just boss you around all the time. Maybe, like you say, I didn't have any cooperatives, so maybe like I like cooperatives, but I mean, I'm a pretty competitive person, so maybe I do prefer a competitive game, maybe. and that's why the cooperatives maybe have dropped down lower than you'd think yeah. because I just like a competitive You're game. Like, no, I don't want to win with other people. Mm. I just want to win on my own. But no, I admit, like playing cooperatively we've had some great games out of it like we've had some really tense like endings and i do feel like pandemic though 
that was one of the games that hooked us yeah. in. And I feel like we're fairly evenly ma- like me, you, and Charlene used to be a proper dream team playing that. Yeah, to the point where nice, we couldn't actually play it with other people because we would like isolate them and yeah, like take over. But I feel like we're all evenly matched at this game, so I yeah. really enjoyed playing it all together. And and like, which again, I suppose is maybe it should have. I uh, surprised it wasn't high because yeah. we were saying that like cooperatively. Maybe I feel like you take over a bit, but actually, I probably could hold. I my feel own like we a have more. a good debate on this. Like mm. we do, it's we don't play. Like some people are really strict and they like play their turn and they keep cards secret and stuff. Keep like that, cards yeah. secret and they don't really go for a lot of input on each other's turn. But I think when we play it I'm like well the nature of the game is cooperatively we're all it's a cooperative game we're all trying to win together and part of the thing that I really like is us all debating like mm. what moves we should make mm. together and mm. like and to be fair I think we did do that when when we've played Pandemic mm. but I reckon what it's because we haven't played Pandemic so much recently and the the most recent memories of Pandemic is playing the two Legacy games mm. and the one we've played more recently is Season 2. I feel like there's a lot of times when I could have probably... I'd, I'd struggle to tell you how Pandemic Season 2 went now because I don't feel like I was invested enough in the actions we were taking and mm. the story that was going on. So that's probably then gave me more of a, a, a kind of... It's probably taken away from my interest in Pandemic mm. in general. I was just seeing if we had Pandemic Season 2. That's what I was thinking. I don't remember don't differentiating between there. Season 1 and Season 2. No, it doesn't look like it was on the list. So who knows where it would have ended up. I definitely think it would have been lower mm. for me than the other ones. Yeah. Because I just didn't like, enjoy it as much. I've not really played many of the Pandemic spin-offs. Or like Cthulhu. Yeah, not played. Th- I don't what? think I've played any of them, actually. Well, there's a Cthulhu one. There's they do one each year. They do one at like different like there's like a Rome one. There's a Iberia one. Oh yeah, there's Iberia. There's a, a, a Dutch one, I think, or a Netherlands one. Um, yeah, there's loads. I, I I can't. I don't think I've played any of them. I feel like it'd be one of those ones for me where it's like I like the original. Yeah. Well, I think it would be as well. Well, it was like Pandemic Season 2. I was like, I don't like that they've yeah. changed this, so I don't think I would like any of the spin-off ones. I mean, we're we've played like a couple of the... the expansions, and again, we haven't really liked many of the expansions. No, if anything, we just play with a few of the characters, don't we? Yeah, we play with a few of the characters out of On the Brink. We don't even really play with the purple disease no. in any way, or any of the, the variants on there. We just always tend to play mm. like the basic ones. They, they've all been okay, but I just enjoy the base game so much. That's what I'm like with a lot of games. Like I'm just not that interested in expansions. If I if I, if I I like it, although I have just gone on about how I wanted the Wingspan expansion, but that's different because it's just adding extra cards. Mm. It's not changing the gameplay. I don't think I like expansions where it's like, oh, here's a brand new way to play. Mm. But again, I'm going to contradict ourselves in a minute. When we talk about our number one. So our number one is a joint one. Yeah. Both put it as number one. I don't think anyone is going to be surprised about this. Who listens to us regularly? Especially not for me. I can see some people maybe... Do you think like people would have been surprised it wasn't your number one? It was my number one. I don't don't think anyone's going to be surprised. We get a lot of... If we get Twitter mentions, it's usually uh, about this or about playing board games in bed let's say what it is (laughs) just in case someone doesn't know it's Battlestar Galactica the board game I was going to say what is the we've got a spreadsheet here and I can just see Battlestar Galactica the and I was like there's a the to it yeah yeah. we talk about this all the time we play it very frequently despite it being a big beastie game it's a game I've literally just played most recently it's another game that's made 
Kelly's 40 by 40 just to remind everyone that Kelly's done in 40 in 2020 um she's aiming to play this three times she's very modest for me like (laughs) the other year we were trying to play it once a month but I've had to be realistic now so I have I'm one out of three now two Mm. more two more times to go but I mean I hope we play it more than that I could literally play this all the time like Chris does but like we said it is a longer game yeah the game I played the other night I think it's I never remember to remember to the start time. I feel like we played for about five and a half hours. You were home very late. Yeah, I mean we were playing with the Ionian Neb- Nebula, so which yeah, I think is... does make it. It's a little extra part yeah. of the game, which would naturally make it last longer anyway. So this is a bit where I just contradict myself, where I was just saying like, oh, we don't really like expansions. We play with lots of expansions for this. We play a very custom game quite a lot well, I was we say, even we play with like a house expansion like well I was going to say like we it's another one of those ones where we play with expansions but not not always as a design like we play with a mixture of things don't we we yeah, play with I all think, our best bits uh, of it. yeah I feel like this is a game like cause the, with the Battlestar expansions uh, maybe if we'd have started off like maybe if we'd built up hmm because we never fell in love with just the base game like we've no. always played with expansions so maybe if yeah we've, we've always played with treachery cards and yeah. mutiny cards which you wouldn't have got from the original yeah. starting with the base game exactly so like we are used to our own blend of of Battlestar mm. and I think um, because of that like we're more open to playing with some of the expansions but also we're sort of like more familiar of what with what we like and don't like to the point like our game the games we play are even customised to like some cards have been removed from the game like mm. so we couldn't just get a copy someone else's copy and play their copy yeah I mean we have to give a lot of credit to Chris for this yeah. because he's he's the one that's really refined this game to like the you know like the optimum cards to have in um, the fact like you say he's customised some bits so that we have a crisis deck but we have a separate a deck of attack cards because he found a way that we've all kind of agreed it was a better way to randomize like the uh, the attacks keep coming the attacks out random but like not make it too random yeah uh yeah and i i really like the way we play some people probably wouldn't like some people i'm sure people have their own preferences on. you probably should have explain it but i like that it allows you to try you can play a little bit of strategy in with it can't you so like we the way we do it we have this um adradus track mm. so attack cards come out um every every before you do a crisis you roll a dice and i mean it, this this game is out of print now like it's not easy to come by so even just this description probably might not mean a lot to oh yeah to a lot of people but basically those attacks happen in the game it used to be random like it used to be they'd be shuffled into a big deck of cards that they could happen anyway you might get back-to-back attacks you might not have an attack for ages yeah. throughout the game um, our friend Chris found a way to make it so attacks happen roughly every. What did he say? Like eight turns? So many goes, it? Like, yeah. Because you, yeah, it, it goes up. It probably goes up and up until it kind yeah. of eventually happens. He is a, a trained actuary, although that isn't his job at the moment. But he's he's a mathsy guy, yeah. <laughs> so he's done a lot of like working out odds and stuff like that. So. But it does it does make a difference. Like it, I think it works really well. For it's the just game. another thing that's and added to it, our enjoyment, and yeah. the, it, it keeps it it keeps it likable and yeah. yeah, it's still a very different game every time you play. Mm. Like we've had games where like it's heavy on the attack. We've had games where it's heavy on like 
negotiation there's lots of like we've had lots of different like kind of win-lose situations yeah. like sometimes you, you're losing because there's lots of attack and battle stars getting damaged other times you lose because you've just been hit up on all your resources mm-hmm. I mean there are lots of different variants you can play depending on how many people you've got playing mm-hmm. as well although again we've kind of found that our our like best scenario is a three is a five player game so you've got two potential two um, Cylons and three humans yeah that's a good balance yeah but again we kind of manage that so that the highest probability is that there's one Cylon to start with and then another one Mm. turns at sleeper stage I think it's a real shame that this game is out of print now although I can see I can see it not appeal like what's the one that's supposed to for a lot of people um, Dead of Winter's supposed to have like killed Battlestar Galactica it's I can see that as well, like though, a much I, more refined game like it plays a lot quicker I can see it appealing to more people because you can change the length of it it's maybe we talked a little while ago it's maybe a theme that appeals to people a little bit more like yeah, people love zombies it's zombie, like, zombies is pretty, it's been pretty popular in recent years not to say sci-fi hasn't there's still a lot of people that like space mm. but um, I was, yeah as, well I think the reason that it's not a game anymore well actually no there is a new Battlestar game so I'm guessing that IP went to someone else but like I mean Battlestar's not been on TV for like I was going to say that if it would have been on more recently (laughs) maybe it would have got a bit more of a following it's definitely got a follow like I think it's become a bit of now it's out of print it's become a bit of a grail game for people Mm. like you alluded to earlier like it's like we've got all the expansions for it so it's probably worth quite a lot of money if we were to sell it but Mm. we're not going to sell it because it's our number one game yeah exactly (laughs) Please, no one steal it. <laughs> I mean, we make, we never play our copy. Ours is in pristine condition. I mean, it's not sealed box, but it is. I think it's been played once. We always play with Chris's version, mm. um, and there is a notable, noticeable difference between the two games. And you look at cards and stuff. Oh, yeah, Chris has um, played like hundreds of times. Possibly. Yeah, but then I think if you like a game, like why why shouldn't you know? He should just play it, and mm. everything will wear equally. He did just resleeve all his um, skill cards, though. Are they less crappy sleeves? Yeah, they're nice. They. They like, yeah, you can shuffle them nice. They, mm. yeah, he's got some good sleeves on them now. Oh, that's good. Because you just have really crappy, cheapy sleeves mm. on them, and they, I didn't mind them. I mean, there's a lot of cards in this game, so sleeving cards can take hours. Mm. But um, it's, um, I suppose the other key thing about this game that I really like is that kind of hidden traitor element. Yeah. I love that whole, you know, if you're a human, it's kind of trying to mm. prove that you're human and work out who the baddies are. It's not really social deduction, is no. it? It's like. Yeah, because in some ways it doesn't matter whether you work it out or not. You just trying to work out who's on yeah, your team. It's like a team game, but it's not a team game because really you're playing for yourself. Like to use like Friday Night's example, like you're, I, I was on a human team, but I was playing. I played the first half too human teamy because I switched to a Cylon at halfway, and that probably hurt me. I should have played like Chris does, far more kind of like individually for the first That's half. And, yeah, like you, you're always even once the second half is revealed and you know you're on a human side, you almost still have to play a little bit individually. I think like mm, I guess so. I I must admit I do always play as a, and maybe again maybe the fact we do play with Chris so regularly makes it more enjoyable. I always play as if I'm human. Like if I'm human at the start, I always play on the assumption that I'm going to stay human at the sleeper phase. Yeah. But Chris always plays on the assumption that even if he's human, like there's a chance he's going to switch to Cylon, so he plays like cautiously in that first half. That is the way, but it does it does put you under a lot more scrutiny. I think you need to mix. I don't think you can have everyone playing like that because if everyone played selfishly like that, you wouldn't get anywhere in the first. You half, wouldn't would get you? anywhere in the, the first half, and humans would always be screwed by the time it got to second half. Yeah. You'd have like a group of people being like, "Well, I'm not going to help on skill checks because I." 
I think that mm. I might switch to a Cylon. But the fact that he does play like that kind Keeps of makes nice it more balance, yeah, yeah. It makes it more interesting. So uh, a lot of our enjoyment of this game is is enjoyment of the game, but it is also playing with Chris, I've got to admit. Yeah, he's such a master at it as well. <laughs> it's so easy playing with Chris. We don't have to remember rules or <laughs> what what things get destroyed or attack on. Like He just has all that knowledge. And yeah, it's, even if we don't play this as regular as we have done, this is still... I will always enjoy a game of this. And I think the fact, if you're... If you can happily play a game for four, five, six hours and still enjoy it enough, like then to want to play again, yeah, then it's it's clearly like got to be a favourite game, hasn't mm. it? Yeah, it definitely is. Like I almost feel like I always don't quite understand why it is so long. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like it does have to be a four or five hour game. Like I don't understand. And in a way, I don't always understand why it is. But then when you're playing, you kind of get involved in it. And I like, like, and you're involved in everyone else's turns. It's not one of those, it's not a four yeah, or five true, hour yeah. game, but you're like twiddling your thumbs waiting for your turn. You're always like scrutinising what other people are doing. Yeah. Once teams are established, you're like strategising with your teammates mm. about how you're going to, like, mm. I almost like that second, mm. the arc of the game where there's the bit at the beginning where you don't know who anyone is, but everyone's being nicey-nicey. Then there's a bit in the middle where it kicks off and like because the Cylons have to do something at some point to sort of like tip it over and then there's like loads of like oh who trying to work out who's on what team and then there's like it sort of gets revealed and then it and then it's like and then it goes back down and you're like humans are then just basically trying to recover from whatever damage the Cylons have done and the Cylons are just trying to do that little last twist of the knife to finish the game off to finish the game off so I, I like that arc a lot and I'd say I'd and probably enjoy that bit at the end where it's coming down mm. where everyone kind of knows their roles and you're just mm. trying to like mm. well that's sometimes it gets the, more co-op at that point yeah that's, <laughs> that's when the game probably does get more entertaining because you're you're then able to strategize more with your other players mm. and that's when the, the balance can swing backwards and forwards as well with a bit mm. more like um the other night it was kind of one minute it looked like the humans we're doing like well and then the Cylons had a bit of luck and it swung a little bit their way and but I think that is the part of the game that also can dictate how long the game then goes on for depending on how many times the the balance swings between Mm -hmm. because there is some luck involved in the game as well like how the part that plays can depend on how long it lasts because one minute the humans get a bit of luck but then Cylons get a bit of luck so you're backwards and forwards and it can take a long while for you to get to that end point we have had so many games where like the outcome has come down to a dice roll and Mm. that might seem like awful and like like oh god you've played for four hours four or five hours and like ultimately it's come down to a dice roll but it's all the like drama it also seems fair though because at that point it's probably so evenly balanced it's like well it seems fair but you're saying that we've had a lot where it's come down to that where it's probably been backwards and forwards and it's very even but then we've had equally as many games where just all of a sudden something's happened and the game's been over (laughs) before you've even realised it hasn't it Mm -hmm. like suddenly someone makes a perfect play and you're like whoa what happened there but yeah there's so it never feels like a long game when I'm playing no And there's so much to do, and like I, I like all the different. Uh, I do like scrutinising, like oh, he's done this, and the mm. little stupid arguments we have, at, like mm. about like scrutinising each other's actions. Yeah, like scrutinising the outcome of every skill check, yeah. debate on what someone when it's not a skill check on a quest card, and it's like a president chooses or admiral chooses, like that debate about well, what Just are they going to go for, yeah. and 
and then like if you are a, an undercover side on that every move like you're playing that open game where you're saying one thing but then in your head you're thinking is this the time to sabotage do i do this like oh how long do i wait and it's you've got a whole different game going on mm. in your head where you're plotting and waiting just for the right scenario mm. the right time and that can change depending on then what yeah. happens with other people and yeah I, I do think the game the game is quite obviously is different whether depending on what team you end in mm. so i think when you're a cylon i think that earlier part of the game is more enjoyable because you are like you've got that seat you've got mm. a little secret and you're like oh how can i just subtly like screw things mm. over whereas once you've revealed your game becomes a little bit more limited asylum yeah. which is why a lot of people don't like to be outed early yeah because then it can seem a long game for asylum but then on the flip side as a human the game really opens up once you kind of a bit clear about whose side you're yeah. on and you know what you to need trust. to do to, yeah. to win yeah such a good game so yeah i'm not surprised that it's number one i think it's yeah. well deserved top and we've talked about like how they might change if you get new games that but I, I do something pretty good's got to come along to knock that out of our top 10 list Maybe, whether we yeah. did it next year in five years time yeah I would I'd be curious to do it again like not straight away because it would take bloody ages um, but yeah in a couple of years down the line maybe when we're playing more games we really haven't played that many new games this mm. year like we played a few at the expo but I think I was saying to someone I bought five new games this year or got five new games this year whereas in previous years we you might have got like four or five just at your birthday yeah, and Christmas exactly. then what you buy and yeah. um, this might be a good time to like bring up the question I was going to say because you're saying about like how the list might change and stuff yeah. this was based on the board game geek list so this is based on games we own oh yeah do you think there's anything that might have made your top 10 that like we don't own but you like enough that you've played with someone else's that no. might have broken there even though we Gen- don't own it generally if I like a game that much I'll buy it there's a few games that I really like that um we don't own I'd say Mysterium yeah um Oh, Spectre Ops. Oh, that's the name I was trying to think of, Spectre Ops. And um, Isle of Sky. Oh, yeah, Isle of Sky. I was thinking you might like Arboretum as well. Probably not a top tenner Ooh, for no. you, but... None of them are top ten games. But they are games I really like that we don't own, mm. but I don't think they'd have cracked the top ten. Because, like I said, if I like it enough, mm. then we generally think... buy it. The only reason I haven't bought those... and Well, we haven't bought them because we know other people that have them, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, and that we can play them. Possibly. I do... Do you know what? I do like Isle of Sky and Spectre Ops, but I think looking at my list, they'd have maybe been top 20. Yeah. But maybe not top 10. Isle of Sky, maybe. I don't know that Spectre Ops would be that high because we've really not played it that much. I do like it, but... I like it, though. I don't like being the person doing the running. I like (laughs) being the seeker type, but... um... (laughs) You like being the law. (laughs) I just wondered if there was a game that, like, we played a lot that it's because we don't own it. Like, I know, like, um, Chris has got new angeles yeah but i don't think but yeah i didn't think you'd like that enough but i did wonder whether there was a f- any that matt had that um you really like but they're all games that matt owns it. and so i know that matt would lend them to me at the drop of a hat I've yeah. done in the past but i don't i just don't feel the need to own own them so yeah. i don't they're not in the, the mm. top i suppose you would those games we mentioned that matt has you would have probably bought them if they were literally a top 10 yeah because there's you, other you? games that people other people have got that i've then it's nothing tim's got the no get well another one i'm thinking is like imatep yeah i do like that like but that it's one. not a top 10 game it got to a point it has got to a point with the games now which is why i've bought so few this year is because it's like like we used to play games all the time like we used to play games at least Mm. we used to play we were playing like 10 Multiple games a week. a week yeah 
it was I think we used to play like on average about 30 games a month yeah um, so well, not quite 10 games a week but anyway but now we we play so infrequently I'm just loath to buy anything because I know that that's another game that we already own that's not getting played like we've sold I've sold more I was, games I was going to say we've sold more than we've bought because we've kind of recognised that we're not going to play as many as we used to so it would be better to have a smaller collection and yeah. then play the ones we have gotten like yeah well see like in six years down the line if Ruby's well, playing games with us I'd be interested to see we'll probably maybe start. we'll get back in a bit yeah. more I mean I do look forward to the day now where we can start teaching children our children to play games and yeah. get them into it like I mean oh, I'd love to have three kids so we could always play Battlestar Galactica <laughs> That's not really to say it's your number one I don't know why you don't feel the same about that <laughs> no I'm not having like three kids just so you can play Battlestar Galactica <laughs> I, I don't know I think you should think about that a bit more let's just say if we found out we were having twins I would be jumping for joy oh. from a Battlestar perspective more than anything else I mean everything else would be a nightmare we'd I'm probably not have to get by a bigger the way, car if, like, that made you think Kyle but yeah uh, I'm just do you know what my I feel like with Battlestar I really like it my one thing with Battlestar is to try and get like family into it because I feel like we'd get to play it more often so if we could get our family into it, it. Family's just... I know they won't want to play it but I think they should play at least once for me like I've said to you we always try and do things that people like uh, like to do on their birthdays the one thing I'd like to do more than anything else on my birthday we never do like I think just once everyone should just sit down and play Battlestar for four hours with me for my birthday game is like a big ass. you'd have to trick them who would you play with though because well I reckon it'd be me you obviously yeah. if we're talking my family I reckon Lindsay yeah my mum yeah yes yeah, at least a fifth player isn't it yeah because <clears throat> your dad does like games but I don't know that I think he'd get fed up. Dad wouldn't play it. And Alison does not like games. We're going to have to wait for Dexter to get old enough. <laughs> if we can indoctrinate him into games early on. Dexter and Ruby. Oh, then there'd be six, though. You can play with four. If you just sucked it up and played a four-player yeah. game, you might be all right. We need to expand the family more. Right. I'll get on that, shall I? <laughs> I told you, we need twins. <laughs> um, what else did you want to say about our top tens, then? Not for me. Like I wasn't very surprised with mine. They are all a bit on the lighter side, excluding Battlestar Galactica. But I think that's that's fair. Like I think I think that does sum mm. sum up my taste. Like I do like a bit of a lot. Like the I most... like it as a relaxing hobby. Like I don't mm. always want a big crunchy no. epic game. Like... And you do like puzzly games, and often puzzlier games mm. are lighter games. I suppose one of the if you were like looking at like figures and stats on this, the one thing you'd look at and say is that when you look at my list. You, a lot of your ratings of my top 10 are a lot closer than what yeah. there's a lot more outliers of my, me to your list yeah. so like you know we've got ones where you've got it as like number 9 I've got it as 59 yeah. you've got 6 I've got 92 you've got 10 I've got 77 whereas I think the biggest what's the biggest difference of mine 26 is Stone Age is 9 and you've gone 35 yeah, that's, that's the biggest difference mm. with my list with how you've rated it what was the biggest difference in total hang on let's have a look the chameleon so the chameleon oh, is the biggest difference that's I've, a different way around to what I thought because you had that quite high on your list I thought that's 24 I think that's because I prefer like a party type game more than you do mm. and then um, I've got it as a no I like party type games I'm surprised I, you rated I'm, it at 122. Well, like, I think it harsh. just kept coming... Yeah, like, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said that that was higher than that because I do like it. But I think it's just when it was coming up, I was like, yeah, I probably mm. wouldn't 
I probably don't like that mm. more than that one and it just kept falling mm. lower and lower down the next one down I can understand oh, I've yeah. got the really nasty horse racing game at 44 and you've got it as 135 and you've never liked that game mm. um, I'll get rid of it you, I mean it was bought for us so you you didn't even you wouldn't have even wanted to buy it in the first mm. place but it was bought for us and I really liked I it don't, and- I don't hate the idea of it the, my, my issue with it my issue with it is that it's way too long like if it was just one race or the races were quicker I think I'd quite like it and I think there are other racing games that um, or like gambly racy games that um, probably do a better job that we should maybe look into but the really nasty horse racing game just takes too too long and mm. it's that whole dice rolling luck thing I was just looking as well again looking at the numbers if you took the top five there based on the biggest difference mm. four of the five I've rated them a lot higher than what you have there's only one where you've rated it the other where it's gone the other way around where you've rated Biblios as your number 17 I'm surprised mine's 104 I'm surprised Biblios is so low on yours because that mm. is one that we play quite a lot like maybe though this is this is the point of that ranking system is mm. that it can depending on what things come out against it can throw you a few curveball results mm. in there because yeah I agree Biblios you'd have, I would have thought would have been a bit a bit higher for me but I think maybe that's maybe just the little not mm. a glitch but the, the little kind of um, I think that's just where it's a little bit flawed mm. because you might Depends it might come up against things that might that are harder it, you know it might be your mood and so some things just get rated a little bit off than what they would if when you actually look at it placed mm. on a list I do agree on like a few games like obviously our number one was exactly the same but to be honest the ones that we're getting rid of like or uh, have got rid of or are getting rid of where we've rated them low we've sort of agreed like yeah we probably should get rid of this Mm. but um, yeah generally we're quite it's quite an interesting experiment to do though wasn't it especially because we did it at a time when we were looking to kind of get rid of some games as well so it helped kind of put in a perspective the ones that we really like and you know ones that maybe one of us likes after over the others yeah. and then the ones like you say that we equally both didn't like so it made it an easier decision to cull something if mm. you like well hang on look we did actually both rate this really low and we've only ranked 135 games which is a lot of games but it's and it's games that we own so even though stuff is some stuff is le- scored lower I still really enjoy most of the games we've got. So, like, it's not that the ones that are lower rated are bad games, apart from maybe all of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the Humpty Dumpty Dumpty Wall game. game. Yeah. Um, but it's just... No, that's a, a good game. But, um, <laughs> For a child, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, they're just... That's the order it's come out in. Yeah. Like, it's still... Like, they can't all be your favourites, can yeah. they? Like, well, I mean, the Dice Tower do top 100s. And, like, that's 100 games that they're saying they're the best 100 games... They or they think do they do that? Is that though what they consider the best hundred games, or they're just like do they do it a bit more objectively and say that's the top hundred games out there? So they might it might be that they don't consider it the greatest game, but they're saying no for the wider audience. No, they think that is. I suppose your closest thing to the top one hundred games is the board game Geek Top One Hundred, or where it's like all the. That's one thing we haven't done. We haven't compared our top one hundred to our one hundred, our top ten. No, our top. Well, generally our top 100 to the Board Game Geek one. And I don't think there's any overlap at all. Or Pandemic Legacy Season 1 is number two. So but looking, just looking at their top 10 here, so they've got Gloomhaven... Which we own, but we've only played. wasn't on there. 
because we haven't really played it. I don't think we even rate. I think I took it out of the rating because although we own it, we we've only played briefly, it. Haven't we've we? tried it, but we. I think. I think we'll like it. I just think we need to get into it. I mean, let's not go into detail on this, but yeah, Pandemic Legacy Season One's on there. You've. We've tried. I've tried Terraforming Mars, and you've been doing that app version. We we tried Terraforming Mars um, in a games cafe, and I think that was the wrong way to try it because neither of us knew how to play. We were trying to learn the rules and play it in public without me like I think it would have been better if I'd have like read through the rules properly like mm. fully digested it being able to explain to you rather than like trying to learn together on the fly I have been playing the Terraforming Mars app mm. which has just come out I think it was on Steam before but it's just come onto mm. iOS and I do really like mm. it like it's really grown on me I've only been playing the solo game but mm. I really quite enjoy that the same with their number four we're through the ages, the ages yeah oh, we don't own that but we've got I've played the app version on my I do really enjoy that as well. You did try and play through the ages, so you didn't take to it as much. No. But I'm looking not... looking at the rest of their top ten, the only other one that we've you've played, yeah, you've played, you've played Star Wars Rebellion. Oh, we haven't played Twilight Imperium. We haven't played Twilight Struggle. Struggle. Played Star Wars Rebellion. It was okay. Yeah, and then their number ten is Scythe. Yeah, and then number eleven, 11 is, is Great, Great Western, Western Trail, Trail, which was our eleven on our joint one. Yeah. But, um, I mean, lots on here we haven't played. Oh, Castles of Burgundy. That's pretty high, see? That yeah. was on my list. Seven Wonders, I think Seven Wonders Jewel's too high. Like, it's okay. It's not. I like it. I mean, I like that more than you, probably, but I. I, I didn't think you did like high. it more than me, but you did, according to the, the list. Yeah. We've sold it now. But yeah, their their list is quite different to us, and there's a lot of stuff on there's here that we haven't, we haven't played. played. There's a lot of games I quite like to play that you hear about all the time obviously yeah. because of this I like nearly Feast played Caverna the other week oh not the other week Caverna, a while ago yeah that was a disaster I went Food to Chain Magnate I hear that a lot yeah that's very expensive Wingspan's quite Wingspan's high on there and Blood Rage oh, I like Blood Rage I'm paint surprised Blood Rage. Blood Rage wasn't a bit higher on our list but I guess I, it's probably not much. top 10 for mine but I do like it I'm There's surprised this. season 2 Pandemic is Pandemic season 33. 2 is 33 on board Game Geek list. I'm really surprised about that. Mm. But actually, when you think of what we had Ooh, Zolkin. in our... Oh, that's maybe one. Did you like Zolkin? I didn't mind it, actually. Yeah, that's Matt's game, on, yeah. yeah. But when you look at what we've got in our top 10, there's not a lot of crossover here. I'm already, I've already scrolled down to about their, their top 50 now. Seven one. I just don't get the love for I mean, where the hell is Battlestar Galactica? Oh, Battlestar Galactica would be quite low. 55 is Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah, I like that. That didn't crack our top ten. Old Clank, we've got that. Rising Sun's quite high. I mean, I we think. can't keep 61. doing this. It's boring for people to listen no, to us right. scrolling down, going, "Oh, look, there's there's code names. There's Battle oh, there Sixty six. I'm surprised that, that should be number one, really. <laughs> oh, Patchwork. Right, that is the game. Oh, uh, we don't own. We don't own, but and it could make good, our top yeah, ten. That I think. is true. Yeah. I like Patchwork a lot. I saw that there's like a a draw, like a Patchwork, but you you draw on it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like what, twelve you, quid. I'm sort of what, a bit rather than to like get little it. tiles. You just yeah. draw it. Oh, because we don't good. own it, I'm tempted to get that. That would be quite it. good as well. Because sometimes it with the real game, it was a bit of a faff, like putting all the pieces mm. all out on the table. Like that's why the app version was a bit better because they just kind of scrolled through mm. on the screen, didn't they? But yeah, that could have been on, could have been on our top tens. Uh, mm. Dead, Dead of Winter. Winter is still lower than um, yeah. Battlestar on the board game. I think list. that's gone up, Battlestar. I don't know if you can see a history. Descent is on there. Star Realms, 99. So, yeah, there is, there's some out there, but there's there's lots we haven't played. That's why we need to go to the um, Games Expo this year on our own without a baby so we can actually play a few more games yeah. again. 
try and get some that we haven't played before, get some out of the library, demo some. Mm. I'm quite... Do you know what? To say we haven't played a lot of games this last year, I am pretty... I'm still pretty excited to go to the games expo which i think just sort of says that we are still into gaming even I'm if we're not playing gaming. i still consider myself like we literally got board game tattoos earlier this month yeah so we're still we're still into gaming mm. <laughs> we just don't like i feel like we're getting a bit more energy for it now yeah now that baby is sleeping a bit more people are like oh this excuse is getting old <laughs> Ten and a half months old. Um, <laughs> I, I still want to. I'm still into gaming. I still want to carry on the podcast as well. I enjoyed doing the podcast. Yeah. So don't. I like. Obviously, a lot of you've noticed we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but it's it's not intentional. Like we we do want to keep doing this and putting it out. I can't promise you that it's going to be frequently. So if you do listen to us, thank you. Mm. Stick um, with us. We will try and do us. more we'll try. over the next few months. I'd... I like to be able to tell people I'm a podcaster, so, <laughs> but I feel like I've got to record podcasts to say that. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we'll we'll try our best. I'd like to try and get one a month out next year, but we'll just have to see how things go. But yeah, we, we this is definitely not the the end of the podcast. Although it would be a good ending point. We've just done our, all our top games. But no, we'll I mean, keep going. We've just put doubt in people's minds. No, no, we'll keep going. We'll keep it going. I mean, the only thing that like causes me um, concerns now is that you've just reminded me during the podcast that you have to edit it downstairs now in the living room because that's where the computer now is. I'm like, <laughs> oh, if you I can help me sit through listening to you like play our voices over and over and over while yeah. you're editing it. That's the big, that's another big thing. Like if we just had to record the podcast, we'd definitely get a lot more done. But whenever we're recording a podcast, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to edit all this together later. I should have got you some wireless headphones for Christmas <laughs> and you could have done that quietly. <laughs> no, you've got to listen to it all. No, there's still time. <laughs> i get you some of those nice big chunky headphones mm. always cancelling no, you wouldn't hear the baby crying then either well that is an advantage mm. yeah you'd have to deal with that right let's wrap that up before you start looking like a bad parent <laughs> um sounding like <laughs> but yeah sorry we've been gone so long hopefully we won't be gone as long probably not going to do a christmas this is your christmas special i was gonna say this is a christmas and they'll like wrap up at the end of the year one um but yeah uh hopefully we'll see you soon um you i do okay you like no one sees us i do That's keep saying about doing a youtube channel but you're like no 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 youtube you can i do occasionally tweet on twitter when still, we play a game when we play a game so you can follow us on there we're at board games in bed we're also on instagram and facebook um so you can follow us on there as well just search for board games in bed you'll find us we've got a website boardgamesinbed.com if you want to check on there usually put out episode summaries and stuff on there kelly's already flicking through the christmas tv guide the christmas tv guide um to see what she can watch on telly now uh yeah this episode's been a little bit longer than expected but hope that's okay um and we'll see you or speak to you soon bye bye